This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 950, How to Adjust Your Language at the Workplace Based on Culture. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today, does age matter when it comes to choosing your words in American English as much as it does in other cultures? Find out today and get some great vocabulary for the office. Hey, Lindsay, what's new? Oh, not much, Michelle. The sun is shining here in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and I'm drinking a spindrift, which I'm pretty excited about. I love sparkling water. <laughs> oh, yeah. Me me too, actually. Yeah. yeah you can so drink good. too much of it, though. Don't get sick. Oh, really? It gets you sick? Oh, that's strange. For me, <laughs> I, I gave up soda like when I was 18 or 19, and it gives me that feeling that I'm drinking soda, but without the calories. Do yeah. you know what do I mean? You, do you drink it the flavored kind or no? I drink the flavored kind, yeah, but it doesn't have much sugar at all. It has like one gram of sugar or like zero grams, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's just a good way to feel like you're drinking soda without drinking all the calories that you get in soda. (laughs) What flavor do you like? Well, right now I'm drinking the uh, raspberry, I guess it's raspberry lime. Oh, yes. (laughs) <laughs> so I don't I don't like uh, flavored sparkling water, but I love regular sparkling water. So I like never get the flavored ones. But I know people are obsessed lately, especially with those new brands. I think it's a big thing in New England because I feel like the people that I know that are from like the West, it's not a big thing in the West, apparently, sparkling mm-hmm. water. Like when I drove across the U.S. a couple summers ago, I almost couldn't find sparkling water out West. Really? In, in the typical like convenience stores, I was so annoyed. I was like, I want sparkling water. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, weird. Um, yeah. Well, Lindsay, I actually um, I have a I have a weird question for you. OK, I'm ready. OK. Um, have you gone off at anyone lately? <laughs> um, let's see. I guess I haven't. I usually try to practice restraint, but there have been a few moments in the last week when I wanted to. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> so I won't go into too much detail here, but yeah, there's, you know, that's why meditation is so important. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's very good. Well, what does that mean to go off? Yeah. So to unleash your temper, right? To kind of to tell off someone or to like just express that you're upset. Right, right, right. Yeah. So it could be that you're angry and you yell at someone. So like it could be, for example, like she really went off on me when I was late to class. Ooh. Yeah. 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 So um, on that note, we have a question from a listener. Um, And it deals with another episode that we have, but she also asked another question. So Lindsay, uh, could you read that for us? Absolutely. So here we go. So the listener says, Hi, Lindsay. I listened to All Ears English podcast episode 907. I didn't know the words screw up and go off. Are they natural? And do you usually use these words? And one more question. (laughs) She got in two questions in one question. Should I use more formal words such as hinder or disturb when I talk to seniors? a person who's superior to me like my boss or a higher grade student. Or in conversation, are the informal words like spoil or ruin more natural? 
even if talking to seniors. Thank you, uh, Keshu. Thank you to Keshu. Cool. Good Thank question. Thank you. Yeah, good question. Yeah. So, uh, Lindsay, you might need to go down a little bit because that was pasted. Uh, oh, I twice. see. So I got there it. you go. So then I don't yeah. want you to get lost. All right. Got sorry, it. guys. <laughs> okay. All right. So, yeah. Um, so, Lindsay, do you use the words screw up and go off? I, I do. Uh, so I don't tend to say the word go off much just because it doesn't happen too much for me, but screw up. I, I screw up all the time. So <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be that, <laughs> that you do it, but maybe you're talking about somebody else. And no, you don't screw up all the time, Lindsay. Oh, feels like it, but that's okay. No, Cause no, no. that means we're taking chances. That's all right. <laughs> okay. Well, so I definitely use these words. Um, they sound very natural to me. So yeah, these, uh, this was, you know, I'm glad that our listener brought this up again. Um, so again, go on and head over to episode 907 if you want to hear more about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Okay. Um, so let's get into the other question that she was asking. So, um, when I, when you hear the word, uh, when someone, so it says talking to seniors, Keishu said, um, what do you think of seniors? I, I do think of senior citizens, people who are older. Yeah. Um, but I think this question, I'm just a side note. I think, I, I think this question is really cultural because, I know that in certain cultures like like um, Korea and Japan, I think there's a big uh, deference to people who are even just a year or two older than us. Mm. I, from what I've talked to – I don't know. Michelle, have you talked to students about this before um, where it's common to find out how old someone is so that you can continue talking to them? In, in Actually, yeah. Now that you mention it, I, I, yeah. I, didn't, re- I didn't think of it. But yes, I have yeah. heard about that. Yeah, that's the first thing that we have to say. There's there's a big cultural thing going on here in this question that in the U.S. I mean, we don't we don't worry as much if someone is just a few years older than us. Uh, we definitely want to have a certain level of deference to like a senior citizen, someone who's like 80 years old, right? Um, a certain kindness and a little deference, but it's not as extreme as in certain other cultures. Like right. I think like Korea, maybe Japan. Okay. Right, 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 right. Yeah. If someone's just a few years older than you, it's really, you're not going to talk to them any differently. Definitely. Um, I I don't think so. So, but just so you know, so when you ask about, um, at first in the question, when you said uh, talking to seniors, I was thinking of like senior citizen. So, but I hear, see here, you're saying a person who's superior, like my boss or a higher grade student. So Mm -hmm. I see now about the higher grade student. So I would, I would call these people, um, your superiors, your, for your boss, you could say someone who's a higher level at work. I would say that instead of like a senior. Um, and then for someone who's like older than you in school, I would just say someone in a higher grade. What do you think? So yeah, Michelle, I think you're right. I think you're right. There's definitely much less of an, uh, less attention paid here to if someone is just a few years older than us in a higher grade in school, I would not, I would just say you're right. Someone is in a higher grade. Yeah. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, but, um, so again, and superior could be a good way to say boss. I might not say senior. I might say somebody in a senior position or something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. but senior can also mean just an older person. So you might Mm want to be careful and make sure you're being clear about that. Um, Okay. So fantastic. So, um, just really quickly, we're going to go through these. Uh, do you think that, um, you need to use hinder or disturb in these situations, like with a superior or is spoil or ruin? Okay. 
You know, I think that both are okay. And I think this is an example of, I mean, hinder does sound a little bit more formal, but I think our listeners should also have a range of vocabulary so that if you want to sound a little bit smarter, a little fancier, you can throw in hinder. And there's nothing wrong with that when you're around people who are at your level. I mean, the differences between these verbs are not great enough, I think, right, that that you would it would necessarily matter. I mean, is that is that does that sound like that makes sense? I think so too. I mean, yeah, like hinder sounds pretty formal to me, but if you said hinder to me, I wouldn't be like, what are you saying? You know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's so inappropriate. You know, like these things are not, it's not a big deal. You just kind of have to read the crowd and like, I like what you said about just like having a range of vocabulary. So that's what we're going to work on today, Lindsay. Okay, good. Let's do it. How are we going to do it? Okay. So, uh, so we thought that we'd do an episode about some different words you could use to speak to those on your level and your superiors, right? Focusing, we're going to focus this on bosses rather than people in a higher grade, because I don't think that there's too much of a difference. Mm -hmm. So we're going to focus on on more business. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so the first one is, uh, asking to meet. Uh, so if you want to, if you're in a situation, you need to ask uh, your uh, boss or your coworker to, to meet. So, Okay. okay. Um, so Lindsay, so if you're talking to your boss, what do you think you would say? Guys, are you ready to see New York City like a local and speak with native speakers in intensive practice situations so that you can see massive improvement after just two or three days in New York City? Join our program this summer, the Urban Immersion Adventure. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash immersion to see our video testimonials and to submit your application. Spots are running out, guys, so hurry up and apply today allearsenglish.com forward slash immersion and we'll see you in New York or Boston this summer. Uh, so let's see. Um, so what are my options? Is it to, so I would just say, would it be possible to schedule a meeting for Wednesday at three? Exactly. Like the day and time. Good. Would it be possible to schedule a meeting for Tuesday at four? Whatever. Um, (laughs) I think that that would be a good way to ask in a more formal situation, maybe to a boss, right, Lindsay? Yeah. Okay. I see what you're doing here. Yeah. It's different. Would it be possible (laughs) as a certain way to talk to a boss versus something else if we're talking to a coworker, right? Right. Exactly. So if I was talking to a coworker on the, uh, like, and you know, it's less formal. Um, I might say, are you free to meet on Tuesday at six? Or yeah. I might say, can you meet on? Right. And those yeah. are a little bit less formal, I think. Sure. And I'm also envisioning this like in a text message to a friend or a coworker, sure. just opening by saying, can you meet, uh, can you meet on Friday at six for a drink? Versus if you're sending a text to your boss, probably you would send more like an email, but you know, say, hi, XYZ, I was wondering if it would be possible or would it be possible to schedule, right? It's more, more deference, a little bit more deference. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So that's the first situation. So the second one is asking for feedback. Okay, that okay. sounds good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so if it's to a boss, so I'll do to the boss this time. So I might say something like this. When you have some time, it would be great to get some feedback from you so I know uh, if I'm headed in the right direction. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, yeah. So that to me sounds like something I might say to a superior. So when you have some time, like acknowledging, you know, that they're busy, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it's just like a little bit less of a direct way to ask. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. it'd be great to, um, and then we have this little bonus phrase this headed in the right direction. Do you use that, Lindsay? Or have yeah, you I think that? that's good. Yeah. I like that to make sure you're doing things correctly. That's really important yeah. to ask that. Right. For sure. For sure. So, but if you're asking for feedback from a coworker, it might be a little different. Lindsay, how could you see that sounding? You might say something like, Hey, what do you think of this? Let me know if you have any feedback or let me know what you think. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. How how does that feel to you? Yeah. Hey, what do you think of this? Yeah, I like that. It's it's more casual. Definitely more casual, guys. And you know, it's possible that you do have a more formal relationship with your coworkers, or mm-hmm. maybe somebody is slightly superior to you, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, you really got to play with it and read the situation. And we'll talk about that a little bit later, how you can do that. Um, but let's move on to the next one. So the next one is saying you are available for something. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so if I'm talking to my boss, I might say like, yes, I'm available during that time. Okay. Very formal. Right. Sounds very complete mm-hmm. and formal, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. And if you're talking to a coworker, Lindsay, what do you think you would say? You could say something like, that works for me, or I'm free then, or I'm around then. Right, right. So that sounds more coworker y to me. Yeah. <laughs> I think so too. Yep. Um and yeah, so I think that's a little bit less formal. It's possible you have an informal relationship with your boss, in which case go ahead and use these things, right? It depends. Um, mm-hmm. And so those are some situations. And then just a couple of general words. So one is availability. Does that sound to you like a more like, okay, if I say availability or free, what does that yeah. sound to you? Like, which one do you think is a little bit more formal? Yeah, definitely avail- to be available or availability is more right. elevated. Right, right. And free, like I'm free. Yeah. So uh, we we already use that. Yeah. So so we use that in that uh, last kind of uh, example. Mm -hmm. Um, The next one we have, uh, provide you with details or give you the details. Which one is more formal sounding? Definitely provide. Right. So Yeah. yeah, these are really good, clear examples of how we could elevate our language depending on who we're around. I like it. Good, good, good. And then the next one, uh, get in contact or reach out? Which one sounds more formal? I guess get in contact. But honestly, I think that reach out could also work in a professional context. True. I think True. reach out is kind of dynamic, actually. Hmm. Yeah, no, I can see that. I think you have a good point. Yeah. I feel like reach out sounds a little bit less formal, but then get in contact. But um, it's not that it's not that you can't use these things with a boss. That's the thing. Yeah, Um, exactly. You know, there are no like actual rules where someone will say, how could you have said, reach out to me? I'm your boss, you know, (laughs) like, you know, uh, it it, it really depends on your relationship. Like you're as long as you're being polite. Right. So we're giving you some choices. Right. Yeah, this is Um, about politeness. I mean, like we said in the beginning, there's not as much of an issue in this culture around um well, I think that respect is a little bit less heavy in our culture as it is in other cult in our in our language as it is in other languages. Like, you know, uh, the differences in age, even when they're small, it's just a little bit less intense in this culture mm, in American English. Right. Yeah, right, 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 exactly. And then finally, we'll do complete the project or finish the project. I think complete is more formal. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would say, yeah. So for elevating it a bit, yeah. 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 Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) No, go ahead, Michelle, go ahead. No, no, so yeah, I think that complete sounds a little bit formal, but again, finish is not going to get you fired. 
That's right. That's right. You got it. <laughs> um, and then we have just a couple things to keep in mind. Um, what do we want to keep in mind, Lindsay, when we're trying to decide what language you're using? I mean, obviously, the the culture of your company. I mean, some places are super casual and they let you wear jeans to work and the boss has an open door all the time. Or maybe the boss doesn't even have an office, right? The boss is out in the in, in the open floor plan. Right. Uh, you know, here in Cambridge, Mass, around MIT, there's a big tech world, tech industry, where they're experimenting with open floor plans and that kind of thing in different company cultures where... You know, people drink beer with their boss at work at 3 p.m. on a Friday, for example, right? I mean, that happens too. So it depends on your company culture. Mm, yes, that's true. And also another thing is the language of the office, right? How do the other people speak, right? If they speak very casually and then you're in there speaking really formally, like you might sound mm -hmm. a little silly. Yeah, exactly. And we just want you guys to be aware of that and to be able to have that internal compass where you know if you're sounding too formal, you can adjust. You have that range of vocabulary. Mm -hmm. And then the last one is just connections with your coworkers, right? So maybe you have a more formal relationship with your coworkers. You might. Or maybe some aren't your boss, but maybe they're slightly superior. So just, you know, you might want to think in this situation of using some of the more formal, formal terms. Or maybe there is a, like a senior citizen working and maybe you want to use those terms with them, right? Sounds good to me. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. So we have a quick, very quick role play. Um, okay. so we are going to do it two times. One will be, um, with a boss and a worker and one will be with two coworkers and you can see the difference. Okay, cool. Okay. So, um, I guess I'll be a, okay. Okay. So this is for the boss. Here we go. Hello, ma'am. Hello. Um, I'm nearly finished with the project. Okay. When you have time, oh, you, you, you were going to oh, ask oh, that that's part. me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when you have some time, it would be great to get some feedback from you so I know I'm headed in the right direction. Sure, I can do that. Great. Would it be possible to schedule a meeting for Friday at 2 p.m.? Mm, I have another meeting then. I understand. What is your availability after 3 p.m.? I'm free at 4. Excellent. Okay. Okay. Nice. So that one sounds a little bit more elevated, don't you think? It sounds a yeah. little bit elevated. Yeah, you used a few things like, uh, would it be possible to, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and you also said, what is your availability after, th after three? So right. definitely right. more elevated. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. And getting feedback, things like that. So, and then before we go, let's do the coworker one. So uh, you want to try this one, Lindsay? Start at A? Sure, sure. Sure. Hey, how are you? Good. How's it going? Good, good. I'm almost done with the project. What do you think of this? Uh, I'm finishing something right now. Can I look at it later? Yeah, sorry. Of course. Uh, when are you free? After lunch. Uh, great. I'll reach out after lunch and we can meet up. <laughs> nice. Sounded okay. uh, more comfortable, right? More right. free. Yeah, right. more smooth. Yeah. Right. And say, yeah, when are you free? Lots of differences that we kind of touched on today. So guys, this would be a great time to get the transcript so you can look over what were all of the differences. Yeah, that's really important. You know, sometimes we miss things, guys, when we're listening the first time around. So go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe to make sure you receive them every week by email. Okay, wonderful. Well, guys, you know, just remember, this was a really good question. We kind of took it in the direction of business. 
Um, and you know, just keep an, keep an ear out when you're at work, right? What would be appropriate? How do you think is the best way to speak to your coworkers, to your boss? And you know, the best person to answer that is you. And we give you tips and different ideas. Um, but you really have to listen, right? Rather than just repeat. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I think another part of the takeaway today is understanding cultures, right? Because yes. certain cult, when it comes to age and language, that's so interesting, but it's not the same across cultures. So you're not just translating your language, remember, into English and then using that with right. different people at the ages, different ages. We're actually looking at the culture and what actually matters in the culture. And we adjust our language to that. Exactly. Okay. Well, this has been very interesting and hope it's been helpful. And thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out, Lindsay. Yeah, it's been fun, Michelle. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.